Welcome to the first ever episode of Old Titans. The first ever again episode of Old Titans. First ever again. True. Yes, yes, yes. There was a first episode. That happened a month ago. Happened a month ago. That you lost. Episode zero. Episode... Okay, that works. It was the origin episode. That was the origin of We Don't Know What We're Doing episode. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yes. And the we, by the way, is me first, John Paul, and... B-Man. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Don't worry. I was named that. Okay. I was born. All right. Well, so if you're listening to this for the first time, which you probably are listening to this for the first time, or any of our podcasts for the first time, that means either you're listening to it for, you know, like the first time we release it, or you've listened to like our 100th episode, and we're going to go back in time to see what we started as. Well, welcome from the past, first. And second, um, here we are. We're going to see if we can figure out what we're doing. 100 episodes. That'll take us like a year. No, I'm over that. I need how many years? I can do math. It would take a while. It'd take a while. Just a little while. Yes. But it'd be really cool if we get there. It would be awesome. So we're going to try it. Um, so what are we about? We are about anything um, that we feel like talking about first. Probably a little bit geek, comic, TV, sci-fi centric. Any conversation you would hear in a comic book shop, you hear here probably. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yes, that, it that's is. a good one. All like right, one. so like welcome to the comic shop. No, yes. no, it's welcome to old Titans. Yes, you know, the comic shop. Because eh, we probably we are, call we that. Are, we are old. Eh. Older. I'm older. Yes, we're we're oldish. See, now we're already rambling. Yes, we are. We're rambling. Yes. All right, so let's get back on topic. Which, for the record, we don't have a topic for our first episode. No, we don't. That's because we want to give you an idea of who we are and what we are. First, we're ramblers. Yes. Second, we are comic fans. Yes. Television fans? Yes. Movie fans? Yes. Gaming fans? Correct. I think you're a little bit more on the gaming than me. Yeah. Michael Bay fans? Mm, no, not, not really. so much. No, no. no. Okay, good. I don't, I'm not sure if that exists. I think he has one. One? I think his mother. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah. Everybody has their mother. Yeah. Except those that don't. So if you're listening and felt really sad when I said that, I'm sorry. He's offensive. Yeah. Okay. Michael Bay, right? Michael Bay. Okay. Um, George Lucas fans? To a point. Yes, to a point. To a point. Harrison Ford fans? Yes. Not as big as Carrie Fisher? Correct. Okay. For the record, this comes out just a few days after the information about the two of them came out. Which we already knew. I kind of figured I didn't out. know it. I knew that. You knew that? I knew that a while ago. Okay. Okay. That was news to me. Um, I think the first one we mentioned was comics. Yes. We are big comic fans. That's pretty much comics and uh, role-playing is kind of how we met and got started. We are the old people of... You'd like Dell commercial or whatever it was, or you're a DC, I'm a Marvel type guy. Yeah, that was that was the Apple commercials. But yeah, yeah. was it what it was? Yeah, that was Apple. Okay. It was a Mac. I'm a PC. Yeah. yeah, I'm a PC for the record. I am also a PC. Okay, so we agree on that one. On the Marvel versus DC, we do both read stuff from both companies. We right. both we like stuff from both companies. My favorite hero is a DC hero, of course. Batman. Batman. Um, we just got through looking in a bookstore here locally that had a shirt that had some original Kirby artwork on it of Marvel characters. Yep. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. Correct. But at the end of the day, if I had to pick one company that I like their stuff overall, from the original stuff all the way through you know, today's comics, TV shows, movies, all combined, I'm a DC guy. And, see, I'm on the fence. I think the comics are better in DC currently. Um, the movies in Marvel are considerably better. The TV shows DC has it down pat, I think. 
unless you call it the Netflix series with Daredevil, which was one of the best I've seen ever. I mean, the Netflix stuff definitely counts as TV. Okay, in that case, it's same 50 50. Except it's one. I mean, because you didn't care for Jessica Jones. I didn't like Jessica Jones. And I, I haven't seen Luke Cage yet. I haven't seen Luke Cage. But from what I saw Luke Cage, I didn't make it past episode two of Jessica Jones. I didn't make it past episode one of Luke Cage because it felt pretty much the same as Jessica Jones. That's going to bother me. Probably. Well, um, actually, here's the thing. With Jessica Jones, the reason I didn't like that show, I didn't like Jessica Jones. I thought she annoyed the junk out of me. I actually liked Luke Cage in that series. Okay. But so when you, you don't like the like main... This. The main protagonist, you don't like the main protagonist, it kind of kills the show. Yeah, so you might like it better. Daredevil was great. Daredevil no was question. Well, Daredevil was great. One and two. I mean, if you got a top five superhero comic book adaption TV shows of all time, it's in the top five. No question. I don't know if it could be number one for you, it might yes. be number five for you, but I mean, number it's, one for me. I think for anybody, they would have to say it's in the top five TV shows. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so DC stuff. Probably starting with, oh, uh, probably starting with Super Friends. So I started to say starting with Batman the Animated Series, which is probably a better one to say. Which is probably with. the best for me. Yeah. From Batman Animated Series till today, DC's ruled television. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, even with Daredevil, even if Daredevil is better than all of them, which I, th- I think a couple are probably better. I'd put Batman the Animated Series above Daredevil. I would, but if you minus Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill out of that series, it becomes a very mediocre series. Actually, but you can't know. do that. You can't so, do that. Exactly. Yeah. You can't do that. So never mind. Yeah. Um, with Daredevil, that cast is, I think, the best television cast adaption. Charlie Cox is Daredevil amazing. Um, I loved John Bernthal, I believe his name, as Punisher. Unbelievable job of that. It's been great all around. Foggy's been great. Uh, Kingpin, uh, I forgot his name. Kingpin was the only thing that was kind of weak to me. Oh, I disagree. I think he's been fantastic. I think he's a great actor. Fantastic actor on there. He just didn't have the presence that I wanted of Kingpin. Kingpin, I there's one episode in the first season where he took his Vanessa out for a date, and he he's a regular guy, he's a regular restaurant, that kind of thing, and it would really that was the changing episode for me because dinner was interrupted, everybody stood up, and you realize he's in control of the entire situation, and then that's when you realize how powerful this man really is, and I think he played it. I I don't know. I think he's the best part of that show, honestly. Um, I don't know. I think Foggy is the best part. I like Foggy. Really? And I will say I'm a sucker for the sidekick. I like, you know, usually the sidekick to me brings in so much for anything. I mean, they're the comic relief, the unexpected drama, the different things. I, I like Foggy. Well, I mean, it's Vincent D'Onofrio is playing Kingpin, and yeah. every role I've seen him in has been a completely different role. I didn't even know it was him. Bad guy from Men in Black. He's um, the bad guy from Jurassic World. Two completely different characters. You know, the sleazy guy, the alien guy. Now he's this powerful kingpin guy. He's the Gary Oldman. We don't know who he is at times. It's Dustin Hoffman's the same oh, way. Hoffman's amazing. Uh, Johnny Depp until he played a pirate. And then, <laughs> yes. he became, then he became the same part in everything. In everything, yes. Um, so, yeah, no, he, he was really good. It was just that presence, like walking on the screen presence. As much as the Ben Affleck Daredevil was not a good movie overall, I actually did not mind Ben Affleck as Daredevil. If you stripped everything else away, he actually was not a bad Daredevil. No. But the kingpin in that movie, I thought, had a much better presence. When he walked into the room, you could just feel... I think Michael Clark Duncan was an amazing kingpin. Um, And everything he does. Oh, yeah, he was just an amazing actor to begin with. Rest in peace. He was unbelievable. Um, Compared to him and Vincent D'Onofrio, they're different... But I gotta say, D'Onofrio. 
Okay. I just felt the presence, but I also felt the confliction with D'Onofrio better. And again, too, I think D'Onofrio was an earlier part of his season as Kingpin, where Clark Duncan, his character, is very established. Yeah. He's very in charge, where Daredevil's Kingpin in the TV show is much more beginning. He's still trying to take charge. So he's not at that yeah. level yet, which is uh, why I think the difference is. I want to I see Kingpin at the top of the ivory tower in his white suit in charge. Oh, that'll happen. Lo- large and in charge, that literally. Will, that will happen. That will happen. I think eventually. Yeah. And then I want to see Spider-Man or somebody jump at him and bounce off his stomach. Except that's more of the blob, isn't it? That's kind of the blob, yeah. If Kingpin is all pure muscle. Yeah. So think but, of it that way. But where I was going with that at the beginning is, even though Daredevil has been that good... It's one versus a catalog. Oh, I mean, of, between the animated and the t- and the other and the live action shows, DC's ruled TV. Correct. In the movies, Marvel has ruled that since Iron Man. We won't go back further than that because because eighties and nineties or at least early nineties. Um, well, probably you can go back to seventy. What was it? Seventy seven, seventy eight when Superman came out. Yeah, somewhere in that general in the range. 70s. From Christopher Reeve's Superman. Up through, you know, the first couple of Batman movies? I would actually say it was pretty much... It depends. With Iron Man came out, that's when Marvel started. Yeah. Also keep in mind, though, the Christopher Nolan Batman series is still my favorite series. That trilogy was unbelievable. And again, they changed things, but the changes they made worked for Batman in that series. Um, Iron Man's fantastic. The first one was fantastic, but it dropped really downhill after the first one. Oh, yeah. With Batman, you know, Batman Begins, great movie. The Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight, possibly the best superhero movie in history. And the Dark Knight Rises to this point. To this point. To this point, November twenty, whatever we are, right. two thousand sixteen. Right. Um, the Dark Knight Rises, the worst out of the three. I still enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it one time. It has the least for me, the least rewatchability. And see, this is actually I'm going to say is I agree with you there, but. The second time I watched it, I actually enjoyed it a lot more. Because once you realize Batman is not going to beat the movie that much for almost a three-hour-long movie, yeah. and you see it, like, oh, it's actually pretty good now. You had this holes in that movie that kind of like, what, really? But you get over that pretty fast. It's a superhero movie. But yeah, those came out in that same first few years. But everybody kind of puts those aside because they were standalone, their own thing. When you start looking at the connected universe, Marvel's been doing it longer. Oh, then it's, it's not even it's not a comparison. They're, they're, yeah. it's, it's hard to compare. However, this is where we'll start disagreeing. For the ones that have come out, starting, I'm going to say starting with the Green Lantern, because that's where they started attempting to do the shared universe. They didn't okay. attempt to do the shared universe with Dark Knight right. stuff. No. They started attempting with the Green Lantern. Right. And probably retroactively, once we actually see a Green Lantern in the really fully connected universe, they'll probably just pretend like the Green Lantern movie didn't happen. Correct. But at this point, it could go either way. I actually enjoyed Green Lantern. What I have done a number of things differently, starting with who they cast as Green Lantern. Yeah, I've done some things differently. But I kind of enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, they, they went with the big cloud villain thing, which is always kind of dumb to do the big cloud villain thing. Give, yeah, us, I, give us a real villain. Correct. Um, lots of things have done that in movies, TV shows, and everything else. Uh, Fantastic Four... Movie, uh, the second movie yeah, did the same kind of thing with Galactus. You know, it's those both those movies were terrible. Yeah. But well, there's three of them. Really, and really, <laughs> as bad as the first two were, they were so much better than the newest one. Yeah, I, but, I won't argue that. Nobody will argue that. But that's the Fox ones. We will make a differentiation. There's DC. There's Marvel. 
there's Sony, and there's Fox. Right. And even though Sony and Fox are Marvel, up to this point, since we haven't had a Spider-Man movie released that's a combination of Sony and Marvel, no, they're I, four distinct. He's been in he, Civil War. He was in Civil War, but they hadn't had a standalone right, right. Sony-titled movie. That'll be next summer. So at this point, there's four different ones. I think we're primarily talking about the Marvel and DC ones, Correct. not the Fox and, right. and Sony. Um, but I liked Green Lantern. I'm one of the few people I think that will say that. I enjoyed Green Lantern. Well, see, I actually... Not that I didn't like it. For fun factor, it was decently fun. I just hated a lot about it. The story was weak to me. Um, a lot of it was weak to me. So it didn't feel to me. It was one... I will say, it's very much like the first Thor movie. The first half of the movie was really, really good, and the second half got really weak. See, I enjoyed the Thor movie all the way through. See, as soon as he went to Earth and Thor, it got boring to me. And it's not because Earth is more boring, but there was so much with the giants and everything else that was just so cool. And then, it, yeah, it because was... we we got embedded in that whole Asgardian mythology, the Norse mythology stuff. We, I mean, from the first moment of the movie, we're just in it. It was great, and then all of a sudden. Click. Everything slowed yeah. down. It was it was jarring. And Green Lantern did the same thing. You started on an alien planet with you know the release of Parallax and all the rest. You started as alien as you could get. Yes, we switched back to Earth to see how Jordan and see him getting the ring. And then we went to Oa and we did all of that. And for that first half of the movie, we were very, very pure Green Lantern. But then let me ask you. Being a DC fan, out of the DC connected universe, what's the best DC movie? By that, you mean from Man of Steel forward? Yes, the ones that they have truly Green connected. Green Lantern forward, yes. Um, so we've got just to repeat them all. I'll go ahead and say Green Lantern, okay. Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, um, Suicide Squad, correct, and coming next summer Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. We've seen trailers for it, but we haven't Which seen it yet. Which looks good. Trailers look good. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, based based the on the based on the trailer alone, Wonder Woman has the potential of being the best of them so far. Potential. Okay. Um, if I had to actually pick an order of the four though that have come out, I put Suicide Squad number one, um, Batman versus Superman number two, Green Lantern number three, and Man of Steel number four. And the only reason I'd do that, as much as there were problems with Green Lantern, the pocket stuff really bothered me in Man of Steel, and that's the only reason I'd ding it that and, much. All right, and this is actually where I disagree with you. Man of Steel, I think, was the best. And Man of Steel only lists as like a C plus at best. Uh, Henry Cavill as Superman, unbelievable job. I hated the Pot Kent thing. I hated the Mock Kent thing. They had the Kents totally wrong. Totally wrong. And that's mostly just Zack Snyder doing his own thing, which I yeah. think. Um, action was great. They did kind of hint the... You know, Superman jumps first before he actually flew first in the comics early on in the movie. They hinted yeah. towards it a little yeah. bit. Um, overall, I enjoyed it, though. Again, Zack Snyder tends to bore me. But that being said, Suicide Squad, at best, was a C, C-minus movie to me. The best parts of that movie were in the trailers. All right? So which order do you put them in? I would say Man of Steel, number one. Suicide Squad, number two. <laughs> Probably Green Lantern 3 and Batman vs. Superman 4. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, to me, was one of the worst superhero movies I've seen. Like, I would literally put that barely a step above Catwoman and Elektra. I thought that movie... And I loved... You know, you and I talked originally. When Ben Affleck was cast, I hated life. I'm like, this is terrible. 
I'm against this totally. Then I saw Ben Affleck play as Batman. Amazing job. He was a great Batman. Yep. He made you feel like he was Batman. And to be fair to Ben Affleck, he loves the Batman comics. But again, Zack Snyder, he just bores me so bad. There's so much of that movie would change. Two and a half hours of that movie and an hour and a half of that movie, nothing really happened. Get rid of the dream sequences. Get rid of change a lot of things up. I was so bored. Yeah. And, we've, and like I said, we've talked about it. I would edit that movie completely different. Let's say I couldn't refilm it. Right. I would edit it down differently, and I think it would be a much more enjoyable movie. And I would have changed a lot about it, but a lot of that stuff that bored you, I think I really enjoyed just being more of the, you know, DC guy. Possibly. Um, I, I just, all the little moments between a lot of the characters, um, I mean, in that first half where you're saying not much happened, or more than half, um, you know, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne meeting for the first time. Um, Which was actually a cool situation, yes. Cool. Um, us seeing Diana for the first time. Right. Her and Bruce, they're back and forth. Um, little moments between Clark and Lois. A lot of fun. Um, there's just so many of those little moments, and some of them are bigger than others, but there's a lot of those little moments that just meant so much because they felt... Right. To me, it's... I never... Batman was really antagonizing Superman to fight him the entire movie. Correct? You think? Like, I'm going to fight you. I, I'm against Superman. I felt no reason why Batman should be angry at Superman. Okay, the whole plan of destruction at the beginning of the movie. But then he had a few years to stew on it. And they kind of hinted in those few years Superman's done a lot of good. And he wasn't really at fault. So you mean to tell me Batman's going to try to kill him? Batman, the guy who never kills in general, was going to try to kill Superman for something that happened years ago that might well, not even been his fault? Of course, that was part of the manipulation by Lex. Is that part of what I would edit it differently? Yeah, I'd edit that down differently and show that not so much aiming to kill him, but aiming to have a deterrent. But can, Batman has well, always had the deterrent. Deterrent, absolutely. And, and that's where if I edit it, and I would love to sit down with that whole extended thing. You said two and a half hours, the full three hours, and edit that down to a two-hour movie. It probably could have been better. I think I think it would be. I think you have an incredible movie in there. But do you think, being a comic fan, can Batman be manipulated? I don't think he can. It's happened a lot. It's, ha- it's happened an awful lot. Talia has done it a bunch. Okay. Um, Catwoman, Selena, she's done it a bunch. Selena was mostly out of love. I think he always loved her. Alfred does it every day. <laughs> All right. And speaking of that, as much as good as Ben Affleck was, Alfred. Alfred was fantastic. Oh, Jeremy Irons? Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. He's a great actor anyways. He's amazing. This was my favorite Batman in any movie. Right. And this is my favorite Alfred in any movie. And I agree with that. Which, you know, Alfred, they've had good Batman before. Right. Um, Christian Bale was great. Michael Keaton was great. Keaton is the one that, even though the movie was a lot of fun, I was never a huge Keaton fan. I just, I just could There was something about him. Here's this little bitty guy. Turning into this great big Batman. I just never saw it. For the time of the movie, again, that movie didn't... You know, watching now, I I hate it now. I I get bored. It hadn't held up as well. No, it didn't hold up. But when I came out originally, I saw Michael Keaton's Batman. I thought he played him great. He played him the two sides pretty good. The, hey, I'm a normal rich man, but this is my private side. Which, actually, the best thing about Batman being the fact that, you know, he's the one superhero where Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yeah. I will say this before we move on to another topic. I got the final comment on this that will make you realize why Batman would want to kill Superman. Okay. This is it. He created his great big stick yes. in which to kill Superman with. Correct. What else is he going to do? What else is the son of Negan 
going to do with his great big <laughs> stick, but then try to kill his opponent. Wrap it in barbed wire first. He didn't wrap it in barbed wire. He just wrapped it in kryptonite. Right. But other yeah. than that, he's the son of Negan. He, I, I just didn't buy that. <laughs> I didn't buy a lot of that movie. Um, Suicide Squad, I know, is one we also disagreed with right. quite a bit. I loved, and a lot of people didn't, I loved the entire comic book style opening, which did not go as far as the Ang Lee creep panels that kept <sighs> shifting in and out in Hulk style. I don't know that movie anymore. Yeah, it's, I think if it had been a better movie, we'd have been okay with those comic panel things. Right. It's one of those that if, um, you know, when Peter David's writing the Hulk, you have McFarlane doing creative things with the panels, you're okay with it? Yeah. When McFarlane starts writing his own stuff, it becomes annoying. I think that's kind of what we had. Ang Lee's stuff didn't match the style. No. But I love the entire comic book opening. It's like, you know, we have a whole bunch of origins to tell. Let's just sit down, flip through a book, and tell all the origins. It's a great way to start off a big crossover. Do you think Zack Snyder should be removed from these DC movies now? I mean, Man of Steel, to you admit it, wasn't great. Yeah, oh, Zack Snyder was always visually fantastic. Correct. I never th- thought he's the right person to direct. Okay. I had hopes that it would be better than they were, and there's no reason that Batman versus Superman, or Batman and Superman, or World's Finest, or whatever it would have been called under somebody else, shouldn't have been a billion and a half or more revenue-generated movie. I agree. That, that, that should have been there. I agree. Um, and I'd say that's on Zack Snyder more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And maybe a little bit of... Um, Marvel versus DC fanboys who just love to poke fun at the other side, pushing on the Rotten Tomatoes ratings before anything ever comes out. People have gotten too much into the Rotten Tomato ratings to where it's even um, shown first on screen when you see a new trailer come up. You know, from the director of this, Rotten Tomatoes rating of this. It's like, really? Who cares about Rotten Tomato ratings when it can be manipulated so much? But that aside, there's no reason it should have done better. Zack Snyder should be done. He's got Justice League coming. If Justice League does not change his direction and his ability to move this universe forward, because it's too late, it's already filmed. We, right. we don't have a choice on that. They do have a choice on the second Justice League movie, even though he is currently under contract, I believe, to direct it, because originally it was going to be a part one, part two. Right. And when they realized these part one, part two movies people were done with and tired of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great, I'm good, because I was one of those people tired of it. Uh, he's not required to direct part two, even if the contract is there. They can just pay him and say, say go away. I think this should happen no matter how good part one is. I think they should move on to another director. But David Ayers for Suicide Squad, I thought, did a great job. I felt the villain was weak. I thought the end was weak. It should have been a street-level villain. And when right. I say street-level, I, I should say mundane. A muggle. Not a, not a supervillain. Like a it, penguin? A penguin. Okay. Um, it could, it could have been a ruler of another country. Right, I'm cool with, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have been that great. That type of thing. It, they could have been going to invade another country, and they were doing it with the plausible deniability of the criminals. That would have been fine. We didn't need a supervillain. It didn't matter whether it was magic or non-magic. I don't think we needed a super all-powerful type villain. I think we just needed a Mission Impossible. The Mission Impossible starring these supervillains would have been fantastic, and that would have been better from a story standpoint. But I still loved it pretty much all the way through. And here's another thing I have is Harley Quinn's my favorite character and one of favorite characters. We know that already. I don't see why they would put Harley Quinn in that group. It makes no sense. She's not a lethal assassin. She's not a superpower person. She's a crazy acrobat. 
she's fun. I'm glad she was in the movie. That's the reason I saw the movie to begin with. You know the reason? Well, sales. Well, yeah, that's the that's <laughs> real reason. That's all. I mean, that's, that's it. Same reason that Hank Henshaw doesn't turn into Martian Manhunter more often than he does in Supergirl. They don't have the budget for it. Well, here, they want to make money. And I know you they liked it. They stuck in Suicide Squad, or stuck Harley in. I know you liked it, but I hated the Jared Little Joker. I loved every personal Joker so far. And I think, I think you'd agree, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you'd agree, that's not so much about the script or the directing or the acting. I think it's the interpretation. Correct. Okay. Because there's three, four, five, six, I don't know, have any different interpretations of the Joker over the years. Comics oh, and forward. Let's get, and let's forget about, like, 1970s before. As much right. as I love a lot of that stuff, let's talk more modern era, starting pretty much with Dark Knight Returns, Year One, you know, Batman Year One, and Killing Joke and forward. From Killing Joke forward, we've had the Mark Hamill, Crazy Clown loved version. Him. Loved him. We've had the more recent Zack Snyder, um, completely insane, rips his own face off version. And they've been going crazier and crazier and crazier with the Joker over the years. That wasn't Zack Snyder. Not Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yes. Thank you. Scott Snyder. Yes. Scott Snyder. Too many Snyders. There's too many Snyders. And while Scott Snyder's been a great Batman writer, I thought he went too far with the Joker. I agree. Um, but I still liked him, though. Yeah, but again, they've had this crazy, crazy, crazy buildup that's gone from the fun crazy to the just completely insane crazy, losing track of the fact that at one point, he was a gang leader. I don't mean gang leader as in, you know, sit on the corner and has his gang sitting around him, type gang leader. He, he was able to gather people to him. People would migrate towards him to serve in his gang as the clowns, as the right. ones who go out and, you know, rob the bank, rob the jewelry store, help him pull off crimes. The current one could not get people to do that because he's just too insane in the comics, in right. the comics, he's just too insane. He's able to turn and just shoot his own people, gas them as equally well as he'd do that to anybody else. The Jared Leto Joker brought us out of that craziness. They still, he's still not completely there, but you could see why people would work for him. But he killed his own guys, like you say, in that movie. So again, I he just I hated the gold teeth, hated that t- tattoos, I hated the appearance of him to begin with. The gold teeth didn't bother me. The tattoos I could have done without. It's just I don't know. I just felt like I'm gangster Joker. I just I didn't. To me, that's not Joker to me. And again, that's it has been in the comics before. Like you said, it's just I think they went a, a direction I don't want them to go. With. Well, I will say I think Heath Ledger did a better job acting, but I like the interpretation a lot better in Suicide Squad of okay. the Joker. Again. But again, it's interpretation. It's not so much about who did a good job. Lovo did a good job. He he acted exactly the way he was asked to do the job to do it. Okay, I gotta disagree with you there. I mean, again, that was to me a very C C minus movie. Yeah. Didn't care for it. So that's that's kind of who we are. Yes, we are. Um, disagree. Two geeks who like to argue over the stuff, and at the end of the day. Just love the fact that all these movies and TV shows are coming out. Oh, finally! That's that's been the best part of all of it. And that being said, too, being a huge Batman fan, and you are as well, Gotham's show, uh, I can't stand that show. No. There's, that, there's some actors in there doing a good job. Yeah. Penguin, fantastic. Oh, unbelievable. But, no, it's, 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 it's just a, it's a parallel Earth where everything's completely backwards. Right. That's what it is. Right. I, I just, I got too many other things to watch, and I've finally given up on it. And I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. 
Well, we have a couple of minutes left here of our time. Um, any last thoughts or comments, questions, or anything else? Oh, it's a question for you. This is for next episode, hopefully next week. All right. If you could have a sit-down with three celebrities, mostly comic-related, or but, you know, you can go in the direction, alive, dead, regardless, who would they be? I'm talking like a sit-down, have an hour-long dinner with them, shoot the breeze. Who would they be? For next episode. Next episode. For next Take episode. One question. You said yes. alive, dead, whatever. But you do mean if they're dead now, they would be alive while talking to them. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be sitting there across from a zombie. I mean, you could do that if you want to. It'd be uncomfortable. That's when I'd want the barbed wire covered bat. Well, yeah. Well, does zombie respond to you? I don't think so. So right. we'll go with everybody's alive. Everybody's alive. Everybody's alive. For this hour. Yeah, for this hour. And they would In be- full health. In full health. Prime of their career. Correct. Or their current people who are just who are where they are currently. Right. Okay. So I'll go with that one. All righty. Well, so this is John Paul. B-Man. Signing off. Old Titans. Together. Yay.